I'm Jackson. And I'm Lo. And you're listening to the Off the Chef Podcast. If you're listening to the sound of my voice, that means you are on our new episode of Off the Chef. And welcome Yay! back, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> um, real quick, uh, thank you, I mean, for your patience, I guess, of last week when we released the episode a uh, day late. It was just, we were having technical di- difficulties, and by we, I mean I was having te- technical <laughs> difficulties, um, just with recording and then editing the podcast and just getting all out. And like, if low, if anything, I mean, low, you tell them. Like, if if something <laughs> technology wise doesn't work for me, how like how do I react? Oh, you are a rager. Like, it, nothing bothers Jackson more than if something's not working. Like, it puts him in the worst But, mood. like, specifically technology yeah. stuff. It's always technology. If our Wi-Fi goes out, like, if he's setting up or, like, if he's, like, wiring something. Like, anything electronic or tech. <laughs> I don't. It's just, like. It, like, it brings I'm, out the devil in him. I feel like I'm really smart at, like, and I know you a lot about so technology. Smart. So, when it and doesn't so, so, work in your favor, yes. it, like. It, it boils my blood yeah, and like it just like gets really me so gets frustrated and so i was just like like made me fl- it was just flustered and i just yeah and at the end of the day this podcast is supposed to be fun and for us and so i was like there's no reason to like like give myself an aneurysm of trying to get this podcast <laughs> out tuesday morning um anyway so thanks for that yeah um but do we have any we reviews? got a review oh we got a review awesome yeah. i didn't check it's Sweet. from natalie and i appreciate that it was the review was by layers by natalie okay and which you guys i just have to give her a shout out real quick okay yeah she is the design queen you need to go follow her on instagram it's at layers by natalie there Mm -hmm. might be a period in there anyway um she's just so good i mean she i feel like you guys who listen to us know that jackson used to have a he still does i shouldn't say he used to but um the dad chef and he's kind of done some stuff with her that's how we met her and she kind of came and designed some tables and he cooked some food and we kind of did a little collab if you will but i love following her she like shares the best design tips and party tips and hosting and that's like she kind of her main thing (laughs) is like uh tablescapes is that what you call them I mean, she really table does settings? it all, but like on her page, she mostly shares tablescapes. But yeah, but then she's also like a an interior, interior designer. designer and like helps. She's amazing. We love her. And it was fun to see her review. I'll read it now. Oh, yeah, yeah. What does it say? Um, she says, I love how real this episode is. Thank you for your encouragement to folks dealing with life's issues. I love your chemistry. Love your hearts and how you share them. Fun and easy listen podcast series. I highly recommend. Obviously, five stars. And she loved the learning to talk episode. That's what she was talking about. Oh, okay. Perfect. Which I just love her so much. So yeah, that that's was really awesome. sweet. Thanks, Natalie, for yeah. listening. And thanks for the <laughs> rating. Um, just remember, um, we sh- I need to check Spotify to see if we've gotten any five stars. But you can give us stars on Spotify um, now. Please. So do that too. <laughs> yeah. I should just pull it up right now and check though. How do you okay, even go see? T- I'm not sure. So maybe I won't waste time then. I'm pulling it up right now, but I don't. Oh, no ratings. Oh. Well, let's I'm fix that, y'all. I'm going to rate us right now. <laughs> Five stars from myself. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, anyway, should we get into our highs and lows? Yeah. What was your high of the week? Um, so my high was uh, Beckham's birthday party. Yes. It was so fun. So Beckham turned two this past week um, during the week. And then the in the weekend, we had a big party where we invited friends and family over. And yeah. um, it was a Toy Story themed party. Yeah, it was cute. And low went all out um not like when does she not <laughs> yeah that's true when do you not but uh like got a backdrop we got even got a cardboard cut out of woody and yeah. like a balloon arch and then all the food 
this is like Lowe's signatures. All the food is, is themed to <laughs> yeah. the thing. So we had. I'd also say a backdrop is my, like whenever we had a party that there's not a backdrop. Okay. That's true. But, <laughs> but, um, basically everything is extra to like, I feel like some people do backdrops or balloon arches. Like okay, that's not super yeah. uncommon, but I yeah. feel like not everyone always has like themed food with it. Yeah. So we had pizza that was from, um, pizza planet. Oh yeah. Pizza planet. <laughs> and then like these like pigs in a blanket with like, that looked like but they the were slinky, slinky dogs. And, yeah. And then green the, alien salad. Yeah. Buzz galactic punch. There you go. All these, it was just really fun. And, and, I know you've like joked that you're extra and like people even kind of tease you how like extra you are, but like yeah. it really makes it really like, it really makes it really special. And I, yeah. and I love it about you. And I know our boys growing up, um, like will like look back and that will yeah. like mean a lot that my mom went all out on birthdays and not saying that like you have, you to. have to, no. like that's something you very much enjoy. And so like, yeah, that's the one thing is like, I, like people shouldn't compare with your stuff. No, nor feel like they need to do that. It's just like what because I do Because we don't is do just, good at other things, right? Like No, like, and I am those. like not like a elf on the shelf type mom either, for right. example. But like, yeah, it's just... Or we don't read our book, kids a million books. Like we're not yeah. the greatest at that. Like it's just like there's different things that we're great that people are good at. Basically, no awesome. one needs to feel like they need to throw yeah. these extravagant parties for their kids. That's just part of my personality. And I love hosting yeah. and... And it's just yeah. awesome. It's just awesome. I think yeah. I love it about you and I love that you just own it and it's just part of who you are and the kids love it and I love it. And I think it's yeah. so fun. So anyway. it was so cute that morning because we did the balloon arch the night before and they, the boys that come running downstairs and instantly they're like toy story. Yeah. Yeah. It was so fun. <laughs> it was really so fun. cute. Um, but my yeah. low yeah, what was, your um, low? was right before the party, <laughs> right before the, everyone came for the party was like, like i don't know it was the worst <laughs> um liam woke up from his nap and here's the thing liam doesn't really take naps anymore like at all he only takes naps if he's like watching a show and accidentally falls asleep but here's the Keyword thing accidentally he because when he wakes up he's a monster oh my gosh it's he's the worst when he wakes up i don't know what it is and maybe like does anyone else have a kid out there that like is worse waking up from a nap like like i literally like prefer him not to nap like he'd be better more cranky at night than waking up from a nap oh my yeah. gosh so, he just wakes up and he's so sad and angry and he was he's like angry and screaming, screaming and, at like, the top tantrum. of his lungs oh my gosh like everyone screaming at the bottom of the stairs and he's like <laughs> and dude and we're trying to get all this stuff done before people come and also trying to like i just was like i even went to him and i like sat by him and i'm like trying to be okay so, like, like calm what do you need baby like how can i help you and he just like i don't want anything i hate the world well, he's, he's <laughs> screaming that he wants mom but then but you then go mom's to like him and sitting, then like, he's mom, like trying I'm to sitting there he's push you away. screaming for me yeah and then i sit down and i'm like are you okay and he's like get away from me and then you walk away oh and he's like gosh. mama it <laughs> was like, bad oh my gosh child it, and so eventually he like wanted a forky cupcake because we had some forky cupcakes and i'm like eat three of them i don't even care like just yeah that chill but it was just all that mostly him but then it just caused like i mean lo and i ended up getting in a little mini fight right before it because we just were all on edge and like beckham then start screaming like, and what did we just even like, fight over I oh my remember. gosh it was just like, like it was the just, kids were yelling. I was kind of like yelling away, at, at, and I'm at, like, 
don't yell at them or something yeah, like that. And you're like, and... I'm fine. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm, I've got it under control. Yeah, I'm like, don't talk to me like that. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh my gosh. It was literally like that, like those memes of like your mom, like like people freaking out before guests come over. That was us in that, the 30 minutes before the party. Oh, yeah. Oh my gosh. But that was, it, was, it was a good time though. It was a good time. It, it, and we kissed and made fine. up before anyone walked in the door. We did. We did. And it was just, and I don't know what it is with Liam, but seriously, I'm like, it, you cannot just, nap. Yeah. Kid. You are. He really can't. Oh my gosh. Anyway. So now that I've vented that, what <laughs> yeah. are your highs and lows? <laughs> no, we're low? not passionate about that at all. <laughs> what are your lows? Well, ironically fitting enough, my low was today. Like the kids were so hard. Like church was psycho. Oh yeah. And we, yeah, it was just a hot mess. Like meltdowns galore. Anyway, we don't need to get into it because we just went into a huge rant about like how they scream when they get for mats and met naps. Wow, I can't talk. Basically, my low is also just kids are hard sometimes. <laughs> yeah. We love them to death, but they're hard. And today was a really, really hard Sunday. I feel like that's our low every week is like something <laughs> so the kids having tantrums. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, like, it really life. was fine. Um, but it was just sometimes it's like in those moments where I'm like, why, why we are we even here? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I want to be here and I want. Like, it's good. It's good that we're here. But it, it really makes you wonder sometimes. Because yeah. you're like, literally, uh-huh. why? Why? Yeah. <laughs> why do I even try? Exactly. Anyway. What's your high, though? Let's, yeah. let's get to it. <laughs> let's end <laughs> Lift on a positive up. note. So this week was a really fun week for me because on Wednesday, I had a big photo shoot for one of my clients, oh, um, yeah. Siempre. Mm-hmm. And it was a, obviously just a huge styled shoot. But in the mix of that, we had team photos and team headshots and stuff so it was really fun we all got our makeup professionally done and all glammed up and i was like filming myself i was like i look so cute you were hot (laughs) and it was just fun like it was just a fun day like away from the kids and yeah like i really got to dive into my creative side Uh and it was just a really fun day i mean it was long i came home and i was exhausted yeah but it was at the same time like really fun and i loved like getting glammed up and that's just something when's the I last really time enjoyed. you had someone do your makeup was our wedding our day? wedding because you because you do makeup for other yeah. people so you always just do your do own, makeup my own makeup for anything yeah like literally our wedding yeah so that was that fun like to kind of get your makeup done by someone oh else yeah because like, even at our wedding i'm gonna say i had it professionally done but it was like my cousin mm-hmm. who like she's a like, she was at the time like a youtuber makeup so she's really good at makeup on herself and i said it's not i'm not saying she's not on other people but like it's not something she did it wasn't her forte. so like yeah so like she came and i still loved it and she helped me out but it wasn't it still didn't like feel like the like this situation where like you guys paid like a really nice like one of the best to, and like, do it. yeah so it was like amazing like i'm like wow i need to hire you for like any time i have anything (laughs) (laughs) you look beautiful thank you and that was really fun so that was just a fun unique day out of my norm good that's so fun i mean obviously i love the party too but that was your high too so i feel like i had to pick something different make it i love getting my makeup done more than my children (laughs) (laughs) no i get it i get it but anyway should we do just jump right into pop culture yes cue the music And to this week's Lights, Camera, Jackson. All right. Um, so the first thing um, is Nick Jonas and Priyanka Chopra um, welcomed a new baby yes. via surrogate. 
Um, yes. So no one had any idea, like at all. And then randomly, Nick <laughs> posted on Instagram, like saying, like, just so everyone knows, uh, we had a baby via surrogate. And leave us alone. Please leave us alone. <laughs> Which um, literally kills me because it's like nobody knew. Yeah. And then they're like, hey, world, we had a baby, but like, leave us alone. And I'm like, or you could have just like never posted about it. And if people found out, then you could have addressed it. But like, Maybe people like were starting to find out. So they just wanted to get ahead of it. Before yeah, people, I don't know. Got, it just like, made leaked. me laugh. But anyway, I thought, I mean, what are that's I mean, it's good for them. I, I, I mean, I love them as a couple. I know people like speculate that it's all like PR couple and I don't, I don't know if it is or not, well, but it's I really like them. Because for a while I was seeing a ton of like TikTok rumors that like they were maybe separating. Well, cause she dropped her, she used to be Chunk, Priyanka Chopra Jonas. She took his yeah, last name. And then, and then she, she took his name off, his name off of their her Instagram, Instagram and on her handle and her main page. So it just yeah. says like Priyanka. Yeah. Anyway, so when people were like thinking there was trouble in paradise but for they were a little while there, and now they have a baby, and and like maybe there still is, I don't really know. But regardless, well, they did come out I'm recently so happy for them. that they said this past year was really hard with like, um, they were kind of living different. Like she was living in India, and he was living in the United States, and they didn't see right. each other very often. And stuff, yeah, so it was just hard. But which um, that's hard. Long distance is hard for anyone. Yeah. Let alone. But anyway, it's awesome for them, and that's awesome. Like, um, we don't know why they had a baby surrogate. I don't know if like she really struggles getting pregnant, or there's just a decision. I mean, it's up to them. Ultimately, it's not really like our business. Um, I think it, it's just it is unique. It's, I think surrogacy is a new thing. I mean, I don't know if it's new, but it's just more common than it used to be. I just think people are being better at being more open and transparent. About yeah, it. right. So anyway, I mean, congratulations to them. And that's awesome. I'm so happy for them. Yeah. Um, but next, guys, this week was a busy week. I had to like really <laughs> like trim down. And I have something for you, too. Oh, you do? Yeah, and I'm going to leave it for the end. Because oh, you think it's better than all of mine? Because it's psh, fire. <laughs> oh, wow. Better deliver no, like, then. No, like literally. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, okay, so next, uh, J- Jamie Lynn Spears. She's Brittany oh, Spears' little sister. Yes. She's coming out with a new book. Um, it's like a tell-all book. And so she's been doing the rounds like on like talk shows and stuff, uh, talking about it, and just kind of basically throwing Brittany under the bus or like, this or that or just kind or of even defending stories herself. that like aren't hers to share i'm really not vibing with her yeah it's just not a good look for her and i just like that mm-hmm. whole situation is like like i'm glad britney's free and she uh, she and everything but she does i think struggle with some type of mental yeah. problems um and it's just to be careful and like as if you were like sister and you really cared about like your sister and wanted the best what she claims she's like i want the best for my sister i always want to be there for my sister and if you truly is, wanted like, that profiting on it yeah if you truly wanted that you wouldn't be going like spreading the dirty laundry like everywhere i feel like yeah you know? i agree and even like the stuff about like justin timberlake coming out it's like that is not your story to tell yeah, I just think anyway. I think it's I think it's weird, and it's just like I think her she's way trash. To get money. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like I'm like if you really cared about her, like like yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, next, uh, Demi Lovato. Oh, what? Um, she or sorry, they. She has her their pronouns or they them. Mm-hmm. So I want to be aware of that. Um, Demi Lovato, they had a funeral for their pop music. So oh. they posted on Instagram. I don't even know like a caption, but basically saying like, I'm having a funeral for my, for my, uh, pop music. I am now going, going punk rock. So, so good for them. And yeah, I don't know. So I'm excited to hear what they do. I know. I know. They are like interesting. I, they've gone through so much like stuff in their life and 
Well, I know that they have dealt with a lot of like drug abuse and alcoholism and a lot of mental um, issues and stuff. And so I just feel bad for them. And I just, it's just sad to kind of see someone have to deal with all of that. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I'm proud of them for owning themselves and moving forward with music more true to themselves, if you will. I mean, Miley Cyrus did the same thing. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just this, I don't know. It's just, let them it's roll just with interesting, it. I guess. <laughs> it's just, they're interesting. But, um, and then last thing I have, um, this was actually a couple weeks ago and I didn't bring it up and like until now, but did you see that Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox officially got engaged? Yes. Did you, Do you see you the like Instagram the ring? page? Oh, I haven't seen the Instagram page, but did you see the ring? It's like two huge diamonds in the shape of a heart, but both are birthstones. Yeah. Do you know what else with the ring? No. There has the ring has horns in it, so if she takes it off, it literally hurts to take the ring off. What? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I just need to read this Instagram caption that she posted. Um, Megan Wait, Fox what? posted um, when they got engaged. It's just they're so interesting. So she posted this. She said, "In July of 2020, we sat under this banyan tree. We asked for magic." We were oblivious to the pain we would face together in such a short, fr- uh, frenetic period of time, unaware of the work and sacrifices the relationship would require from us, but intoxicated off the love and the karma. Somehow, a year and a half later, having walked through hell together and having laughed more than oh, I, I ever imagined possible, <laughs> he asked me to marry him. And just as in every lifetime before this one, and as in every lifetime that will follow, I said yes. And then we drank each other's blood. <laughs> yeah what <laughs> so weird do you think they really drink each other's blood no no <laughs> you no. don't i here i would not put it past them that they drink each other's i blood mean they're blood. weird don't get me wrong but but they did say later the ring has like horns in it or something like that are no. in so she when so for her to take it off it like hurts to take it off so like basically always stays on i mean maybe but this is what he said he said I know tradition is one ring, but I designed it with Stephen Webster to be two. The emerald, her birthstone, and the diamond, April baby, my birthstone, set on two magnetic bands of thorns that draw together as two halves of the same soul forming the obscure heart that is our love. Right. That's what he said. But then later, like, they later, like, learned what that meant. And it's, like, literally says, takes, like, hurt okay, to come well, off. Okay, well, like, that's weird. But... <laughs> Like, they're weird and, like, whatever. But I'm, like, not going to lie. Like, I don't know what kind of daddy issues she has. Like, I'm just going to say it. But, like, I don't know. I'm sure they have a deep love. And she's actually really smart, really intelligent. Yeah. And I'm glad they can bond over it, honestly. And, like, they can be weird together. And I'm, like, good for you guys. I love it for you, whatever. But for me, I'm, like, what unresolved trauma do you both have that you guys are, like, Here's the so thing that we were learning together? from today's Lights, Camera, Jackson. Like from Megan Fox to Jamie Spears to Demi Lovato, <laughs> fame messes you up like huge time. Like <laughs> yeah. as a kid, I was like, it would be so cool to be famous and everything. But like now I'm like, I do not like, I think it really messes with your head and really, it's just like, I don't know. I stuff. think they're weird, but like, whatever, not my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, what's have, your thing? But the, <laughs> I your... mean, speaking of more weird stuff and I said fire for a reason. Okay. So somebody came forward with this is about drake and i actually i learned about this actually last week and i meant to share on last week's podcast but Uh i just totally spaced it i don't know how because it is so freaking funny so drake the rapper okay 
Um, he has a lawsuit filed against him right now for burning the inside genitalia of a woman with hot sauce. Oh, I did <laughs> hear about this. Because they had consensual sex together. And after um, he went into the bathroom to like dispose of the condom and he put supposedly hot sauce in it to like make the cum but how did this lady find out yeah that- so she then later wanted to like in in hopes to impregnate herself with drake's baby crazy went and got the condom and like put the semen like up herself <laughs> trying to get pregnant crazy. but instead obviously like burnt the freaking crap out of herself and like had to go to the hospital like, cause she was like literally burning on the ins from the inside out down there. Oh my gosh. And then she, now she's suing him, but he's like lady, like no. And then anyway, but now people are like, Twitter's like blowing up and it's hilarious because there's like these memes. Like, <laughs> I feel like I need, we just almost need to post on our stories, but it's like, oh, plan B or like steps like that, that like normal people do. Uh-huh. He's like, mm, like face. And then it's like. Like the hot sauce? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm interested. So there's no evidence at yeah. all. That, and Except he, for there are hospital things. So she did genuinely go to a hospital. And, but there's no evidence that he put hot sauce in there. No. And he's not going to admit to that if he's smart. <laughs> yeah. Which if he does that, that's the weirdest thing. But like whatever. I'm like where did he and get it? And why do you just carry hot sauce around? <laughs> like what's going must on? must have a lot of hookups. <laughs> I don't know. But like. Anyway, that's just I saw that story and I was like, that is the weirdest story from like <laughs> multiple, multiple angles. Anyway. Oh, it's just so funny. <laughs> uh people. So yeah, Drake got a girl on fire, literally. <laughs> so this you know, c- celebrities are crazy. <laughs> and end of lights camera Jackson. <laughs> okay. So this week. We are tackling the big one. <laughs> um, yeah, what are we talking about, babe? Oh my gosh, we're talking about sex, everyone. So, just a so, so heads yeah, up. heads up if your littles are in the car, yeah, or whatever. Um, we are filter is off. This is going to be very PG thirteen. <laughs> Try not to be rated R like <laughs> podcast um, today. Um, but low, I mean, maybe take like, why did you want to talk about this? I guess. Well. One, I just think we actually get a lot of questions about this, or we've alluded to things in the past. Like on our Christmas episode, we talked about how every year I like to put a little sexy something fun in your stocking and just things in general. Like obviously we are married, we have sex, we have a great sex life as I hope everyone who is sexually active has, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but learning that that's not the case from a lot of close friends. Um, And then just in general, people respond to us when we say things and they'll ask like, oh, like, what do you want? Like, what do you need? And I think people generally have a lot of questions about sex. And at least for us here in Utah, I mean, I don't want to speak for everywhere, but there is kind of, I mean, we're religious. We personally waited to have sex until we were married. Yeah. And I think with that, comes just a lot a lack of education i mean you technically have some sex education course in high school and health but it's nothing and then like where else are you learning it you know right i didn't really learn it anywhere and even like prior to our wedding night i feel like i even asked like my mom for question my mom a question because i was like starting to get nervous like i was excited and i knew and i had friends obviously too but i remember even just asking my mom and being like 
like does it hurt or like <laughs> random questions when like when it was like reality like oh my gosh I'm like literally can have sex now and she's like it's fine like don't worry about it you'll be fine and then it was like didn't want to talk about it brush it aside and I'm not saying everyone's like that but I think it's such a natural thing but I it's think not it's, always natural like yeah. it's natural well, to have had that attraction right. to someone you love um and to like draw you to each other and it's natural to like quote unquote kiss and all these other things but to have good sex not just to like have sex yeah but to have good well i sex. think here's the thing here right like it's sex is taboo. a v- very taboo like topic and i think everywhere i'm just going to make that claim and i i'm going to stand by it i think it's especially in like uh, religious and um like cultures and like what we grew up in it was very it's very taboo but i'm gonna say in general um we don't really actually talk about sex and as a culture. Yeah, and very I think good. it's important to say like good sex too. Right, because we talk about. I think there's like sex in movies. Yeah, like, or people like, like know about like people know what sex is. Yeah, or like, like celebrities or yeah, are, but you like see crazy. a movie and that might be some people's only form of education. Right, and then and so they're like, like, oh, and you just lay in bed and cuddle afterwards, and it's great, and it's not messy, and and you orgasm every time, both the woman and the man, and it's just so great. And I'm like, actually. Right. Or there's just not a good way, good like scenario to ever ask questions. It's just yeah. always assumed, like even in middle school, that like you know everything and you joke around with like people about sex and you don't know anything about it. Yeah. And you're just joking around like everyone pretends like they know about it and no one ever right. asks questions and it just creates this very like, even, like unhealthy. At least for way us to talk in our it. culture, it's like we're married, but it's still and like obviously there's a fine line. Like I'm not gonna divulge like the deep intimate parts of our sex life. But there's, I think a lot of things that a lot of, I mean, I can speak on behalf of women, like obviously not men necessarily, but that women struggle with. And for example, like orgasming and like things that make a sex life enjoyable and something you want to do. And so it's not just a chore or something, how other people might relate to it yeah, or, or just so they like kind of resent it, don't want to do it. Or maybe they have a desire, but they like hate it because they can't figure it out or they don't understand their their own bodies or just things in general. And like we said, like, I just feel like it's so taboo. And that's what's sad to me. I, I think that, like I said, there's a time and a place and there's appropriate ways to talk about sex. And at least for me personally, because I'm still religious and like, obviously I think sex is meant to be fun and sexy and playful but i think there is other times where like we're like love making you know what i mean like well it's a very like almost sacred thing it is yeah like for me and for us yeah and and it's it's a way to really bring us closer yeah and it's so intimate right but then like that's not to say that every time we have sex it's this like like yeah. yeah like sometimes it is like funny and we're like laughing or like sometimes it's like really heated and sexy if you will and that i think you need to have to have a well-balanced sex life you need to have all of the above yeah and i think a lot of people don't know how to do that or or maybe they get bored but they feel guilty branching out and trying new things or like toys or lubes or like who knows what and but then there's this 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 weird like feeling and vibe and culture around it that like you don't want to ask like that's weird or you don't want people to think you're too crazy but then you're like but I'm kind of crazy yeah. <laughs> but then like or that you're going to be judged like I don't know I mean it's at the end crazy. of the day I want to be someone that I feel like people can we can like talk about it ask questions it's like in a fun not fun maybe not that, but like a like a 
like a safe spot that like they can ask questions and not feel yeah. like judged and that we can like talk about it and like we can like yeah like laugh it off it's kind of it is a weird like topic it's weird but like but it that's shouldn't be what's the, yeah, exactly right. that like it shouldn't be like the fact that i'm sitting here right now being like oh my freaking heavens my sister or my mom's gonna listen to this and i'm yeah, sure no, they're gonna same. text me and be like oh my gosh i get it because it's like the, you don't want to think about your parents having sex like they don't want to think about us having sex but at the end of the day like it is just a reality like we're married it's not like we're a 12 year old girl in like middle school yeah. <laughs> like and and I think a lot of people then they carry on that that feeling and that lack of education or feeling like they can talk about it and then it affects their marriage or it affects their sex life and it's hard and then you don't know who you can talk to yeah. you don't know who you can turn to or where to get good advice it's like who cares like right. we all are having sex it's all okay and we all I assume want to have a great sex life right well I also kind of like just maybe a small step back is I don't want to have like be able to have my kids and my sons feel like they can ask questions 100%. and like and learn and stuff and I think if you have those open are able to have the open conversations with your kids like they're gonna learn from somewhere and like I want that to be me yeah and same. not like from the internet or their friends yeah. that don't actually know what they're talking about right and just think they do and like and like I feel like I want to create that so like that they can feel comfortable and they can ask yeah. things and they can learn and grow. I mean, and where appropriate, like I'm not like going to dump it all on them, but like no. every, like as they grow older, like yeah. a little more, a little more this and that. And I think having that conversation with like your kids are important. I know my parents had those conversations with me or like they, and like yeah. where they, we talked to, had, you know, the talk or whatever you want to talk and say. <laughs> yeah. And like, that was important for me. And I felt like, like, I just think that's important. I want to like, take that but even even further with my own kids yeah because like even on that same note something i'm really passionate about is i think there's a line obviously you don't want right. to be like these gross creepy parents <laughs> yeah, but like yeah. i want our kids to know that we have a healthy sex life yeah and i want it to be a very known thing without it being weird well right like obviously i don't want to be gross like i said but <laughs> i don't like i don't want it to be like like, do mom and dad love each other? Yeah. And it's like, so that when they then get married, obviously this is like way in the future and we'll yeah. navigate that as the time comes. Like we don't really know until we're in that situation. And it's easy to be like, we're going to be like this. Like you have but no idea. But you're talking about just more like, like taking the time to like kiss or like give each other kisses yeah, around our kids. Smack my butt like as you walk by <laughs> and like whatever it is, like the kids see that and like that playfulness and like, again, like in appropriation sure. because I don't want them to then like go like smack a girl's butt school. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. so like no there, way. There is a line, obviously, but like, I want them to know, like we love each other. And like, so then when the time comes that they're getting married and like they have, like, I want them to have healthy sex lives and yeah. be able to communicate with their partner and feel comfortable to do so and not have these weird, like misconceptions or well, I th yeah, like barriers, right. if you will. Yeah, I get what you're saying. And I think, I think that's, I mean, kind of the go on to the maybe the next step i think that communication right is the main biggest thing yeah when and it comes if to you sex. have a good sex life you have to be good right and i think um i mean not maybe to toot our own horn I, I feel like we've been pretty good like even from when we were engaged and we hadn't had sex because like lo said we waited until we were married to have sex but even when we were engaged we would talk about it you and i and be like what, yeah. what are you expecting what are your expectations what do you like what don't you like and yeah and at least that we knew about that, that we point knew and or like from what you do know and understand like what are you comfortable with yeah, what yeah. are you not yeah, because yeah. those are factors i think could alter some like 
you know, like you want to make sure. But we, so we did that when you're engaged, but we've continued that conversations up into current day. Like you always need to have that communication. And you're always finding like things that you enjoy more or don't. And like what turns you on, what doesn't like. And so like continuing, like I will never forget um, somebody actually from my old neighborhood where Mm -hmm. I grew up. She like literally when I was like even just dating you and she was like, Oh, just wait till you can have sex. It's great. Like she's like the cutest, sweetest, funniest, you know, you know who I'm talking about. Right. And she's like, sex is like wine. It gets better with age. And (laughs) I love that because I don't expect anyone to have this amazing sex life the day they get married. I mean, I say the day they get married because we waited till marriage. Um, but, and I just think if you can communicate, it really does get better and better because you learn yourself better. You learn your spouse better. You learn not only what they like, what they dislike, you learn their body. Like you learn like what, I don't know, like it's them ticking. If like, cool, if you will. And like, you know yeah. me so well in my body and like every part of me. So we can just continue to develop that healthy relationship to know each other better. Just Cause then, then you know how to like quote unquote, please them. Yeah. And will. I, I will say that I feel like it is easier said than done. Sometimes I think 100%. the sex is obviously something very, very vulnerable. Um, and it's hard to sometimes have that conversation, even with your like significant other. Yeah. Um, of like, but you have to be vulnerable. Uh, yeah. It's, it's hard. And I think, but I think also going into it, like just talking about like, you both need to be aware of that, like be aware of the sensitivities of the person. And I think, um, it's just funny because sometimes I think Lo and I don't, we do not communicate very well when it comes to like everyday things or like arguments about parenting the kids or whatever it may be. <laughs> like, I just like, we don't, sometimes I am like, we don't know how to communicate, but then I do actually so for, think, I feel like, oh, when you say that, cause okay. like, I don't feel like we, you're like, we don't we're communicate not that, well. We're, like we're not, we do communicate. We just well. don't have perfect communication. You're right. You're right. Like, and I probably am harder on ourselves than I think. Yeah. But I'm just, what well, I guess my point was, was that I do feel like we actually have pr- really good. I think we have amazing conversation in the bedroom and like somehow like I think it what you're saying is we need to find a way to translate that to all of our conversations. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's just maybe I think you and I are do a really good job of like this is a very serious like vulnerable conversation. Yeah. And we both go into it with extra care and love for yeah. the other person. And so maybe we should and be maybe more we careful need to be in more real loving life. in other conversations. <laughs> yeah. We're like other times in real life. I'm like, you're fine. Whatever. Shut <laughs> up. Get over it. <laughs> maybe you're maybe honestly kind of like. Wow, this is a therapy session. Yeah, for I'm us. actually like a light bulb just went off. Like, I mean, sorry, everybody for listening to this. But I'm like, that's probably, probably totally true. true. It is probably because true. Because that's so smart. Because I feel like in the bedroom, we've always just been like, because obviously I feel like at least for a man, what I've learned, and I'm just going to like say it as it is. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> I feel like men grow up with this weird big dick energy. Like, like they feel like, like high school locker room, like mine's bigger than yours. And like, like it's part of like your pride almost like feeling like you're great in bed and you can please a woman. And I've got a huge, like, I'm well in doubt. Yeah. There you go. (laughs) Like, and so not saying like any of that obviously has to be false or true, but like, then you get into a real like bedroom situation and like you have to be really delicate with that because obviously you want to be pleased. They want more than anything to please you and finding a way to be like a nice positive sandwich, if you will. Like this is, I really love this. I don't love when you do this. Like it kind of turns me off. Or- yeah. But then like, I love this or like touch me here, touch me there. And you're yeah. just really delicate because you know how vulnerable it is. And like, you're literally like naked. Like how much more vulnerable can you be? Right. Like this is me naked flaws and all. Yeah. 
I mean, I mean, it's hard though. Like, what if like your spouse doesn't like, like, what if it's like your spouse doesn't want to talk about it, or like you, your spouse doesn't want to open up or talk about? Like, how do you start that conversation? I just think you have to keep trying, and like, I think it's hard, hard conversation, but you just you have to have it, and like the power of eye language. I mean, I feel like we've said it before, but you need to own like, I feel scared to talk about this because I feel like you're not wanting to have this conversation, Mm -hmm. but like, I need you to know that I really want and not just want, like I need to have this conversation because sex is a huge part of a marriage. Right. And I need to have this so that we can have a really healthy aspect of this part of our marriage. Right. And if you feel that it's healthy, like that makes me happy because that means we're one step closer maybe because you're pleased or satisfied, but the other 50% of like the, these two people is not right. Which I think this leads right into like a different thing of like, I mean, just being frank, like it's so much easier for a guy to orgasm and be done than yeah. it is for a woman. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. So like, like, how do we, how do you, I don't know, like, how have we dealt with that? How do you, like, what's your, do you have, what are your thoughts, I guess, on that? I just think it's like knowing your body and like, you can obviously like orgasm or climax, like with vaginal stimulation, but it's a lot harder for a woman and like clitoral stimulation is key. And I mean, somebody that I follow her, actually, her name's actually Carly Palmer Webb. She's like a sex education, education. Ha- educator thank you <laughs> um what's, what's her name so maybe like people carly palmer her. webb Call, carly but, palmer webb yeah i mean we can dm you if anyone like wants to know who she is but she's just a christian sex educator and i love her i think she's cool. awesome and i love the way she, like she talked about it because she said that the vagina has hardly any nerve endings and thank heavens because giving birth is already painful enough <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting. but the clitoris is your most sensitive sexual mm. organ not your yeah. vagina so i said that word, vagina <laughs> anyway not your vagina and so finding your clitoris like do people even know where that is i assume but like maybe not so right. it's like really knowing where is your clitoris and then practice rubbing it with like different strokes or like circular motions like up and down across diagonally like learn what feels good and then that's i think that's a really good place to start and i just think it's also important for you and your spouse not just for you to know for your spouse to know that on average it takes about 20 minutes for a female to orgasm Mm -hmm. with that like stimulation it could be all clitoris it could be others like for me i don't need a ton of clitoral stimulation like to get going but i need a lot of foreplay yeah like i need to get really in the mood well, i think that's a huge thing yeah like i call like my vagina needs to start dancing like first <laughs> <laughs> like the tingles and then like we can move to like actual stimulation whatever that looks like for us at yeah. the time but can, can i take the floor for a second and yes, talk please. to the men listening yeah you talk to the men <laughs> i mean everyone everyone listen um Here's the thing, and I don't know. I, hopefully, I say this how I want to say it, come across. But like men, like th- I, there's nothing more powerful feeling in the world than making your woman orgasm, and that's very frank and forward. And some of you are probably blushing, even including myself. It's fine. I love it. <laughs> but I just think it is like I, I, I feel like awesome. I feel incredible when like I know like I've like made her feel that good or this or whatever. And I just yeah. think like. 
If you can't do that, if you haven't learned how to do that, that's okay, but you need to be trying and you need to learn. And yeah. there's different ways you can learn. And that starts with learning the, f- the female anatomy. If you don't know the female anatomy, I'm serious. Go- maybe be careful what you Google, <laughs> but like but rent you, a book from the library about anatomy, anatomy. You're probably generally yeah, safe. Yeah. If you search you're anatomy, not just like fine. searching like a blanket term, but you need to learn that there's different, there's three holes down there men if you don't know that then there are okay maybe not three like two and a half one is the urethra which is what the urine comes out of so maybe that doesn't really count as like a hole but i don't think most people get confused like you can't fit anything you can't fit anything in there no yeah okay but there's then the vagina like the vaginal opening the vulva and then there's the anus and that's so just you need to be familiar with that, how it works, what the clitoris is, all that stuff. Just like learn, guys, learn. Well, and not like obviously there's the clitoris, but then there's usually like the clitoral hood, which is like just yeah. over. Mm-hmm. And it's just like everyone looks different down there, obviously. Yep. And like knowing, not just like, like obviously know the anatomy first, but then like know your wife. And like, this is like, I'm like going to say like, this is my, I don't feel like we've ever done this. Maybe we have, I don't know. But like, I feel like if it takes you like turning like, all the lights on freaking get in the flashlight like it sounds funny and weird but like freaking <laughs> examiner like get to know well, just get familiar her body it, like familiarize right? yourself and then girls don't be afraid to like like touch yourself to learn what feels good so then you can very specifically tell him like when you put this pressure here this feels good when you rub it like this or too fast it hurts it doesn't feel good like so that they can really start to learn like what you like because that's just as important or if you don't feel comfortable with that like the like have the guys like like learn what's down there like get familiar with it and then like communicate that's again like communicate and like what what feels good what doesn't and yeah. and and everything and and just again be careful and kind with each other and sensitive to each other as you're as you're learning that stuff anyway what i'm just trying to say is there's a lot of resources out there um t- as men to to learn and to gr- and to grow and understand how to help your your lady um <laughs> like orgasm or feel like what feels good and what doesn't i know there's books there's like there's just a lot of stuff out there um and you can like reach out and i can if you're interested and i could maybe help point you in some direction right of direction. stuff but at the end of the day i just want to reiterate what i s- said that like there's for me and there's no like more like better feeling and i guess here's the thing as a guy i want to feel powerful and i want to feel like hot and sexy and like i'm like like a man right like, like i'm good in bed at the, yeah right yeah. good in bed yeah and i honestly feel that way when i when i get make you orgasm or yeah. go and i feel like i am the shiz and i'm awesome <laughs> yeah and like guys if you want to feel that way i promise you it's not by you going like i know that feels good yeah and that I, I obviously and but like letting her also feel that pleasure and and having that like well it's what makes it a mutual great right well at the end of the day like like you're more together it makes you it makes you so unified and like so much like love is like it's so deep like yeah (laughs) no pun oh i didn't even think that (laughs) but just that the love the love is is it's really unifying it's very unifying and a very it brings you together yeah. And I will say too, like before you're done with that, no, is I, I'm so grateful you're that way because I, I think in order for a female to orgasm, 
I would dare say it's mostly mental. Like you have to allow yourself to get to that point mentally because obviously it can feel good, but if you're like constantly like blocking it <laughs> or less yeah. like, Oh, like done. Like, or like, let's be done. Let's be done. Then like, you're never going to orgasm. Yeah. But if you can find a way to be confident with yourself and like, cause like, okay, let me back up. Cause like we just learned on average, it takes 20 minutes sometimes. Right. Yeah. I feel like for me, at least you can get to a point where you know each other so well, it does not take that long. Maybe it can continue that long or like, that's the joy of a female orgasm is guys can go. And then once they go, they go, they're done. But like a woman can like continually yeah. orgasm and like double orgasm. So it's like, once you can get an orgasm it is amazing. And so like, honestly, I feel like we almost just like always get me to go first. So and oh, then, yeah, 100%. And then you finish. Cause like once you finish like game over. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> can you maybe talk about like, here's the thing. Oh wait, pause though. I wanted to finish my thing. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Okay. Is go. so when I, can get out of my head and know that you enjoy it. I don't need to feel insecure about like anything, whether it be taste, smell, like anything. Like I can just own who I am as a woman and I know how much you're enjoying it. Yeah. Like I can get there mentally so I can just enjoy it. A thousand percent. And I, it's hard for me to get there mm. if I don't feel that from you. Yeah. And so I think it's important for men to feel that way or to at least to fake it till you make it so that the women can orgasm because if they're sitting there just worried or like i'm sorry it's taking so long or i'm sorry this well, they're never gonna mental. orgasm like it's all mental. yeah like it's never gonna happen yeah. so you need to get to a good headspace which having a partner who's just as supportive and like i'm gonna get you to go i'm not gonna give up and i'm hot like just guys it takes a yeah. second it takes a while like just be patient yeah. keep trying keep trying yeah listen Listen and listen. Yeah. And don't be afraid to ask either. Right. Like maybe your significant other is not good at communicating and that's okay. But then like kind of push it. Like, do you like that? Do you like that? Does this feel good? Or so at least she can say yes or no at the very least. If she's not comfortable like saying other things, you know? Right. Anyway, go ahead. What was your, I was just going to say, I think, um, as we have been married, um, and like obviously know, get to know people and stuff. You learn that sex is really hard for a lot of people, right? Yeah. Especially a lot of women, I think. I mean, yeah. you've had I, you've had these conversations with women, not me. Yeah. So like, so but like, yeah. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, as you've talked, I know as you've talked to like family, friends, whoever, like strangers, like um, strangers. I don't think I talked to most strangers okay. about sex, but I yeah. Know, but I, I'm just trying to anyone. I just think like it, you learn that like it's really not sometimes always fun for women and yeah. I guess like what, I mean, I guess do you want to dive into that? I don't know what the question I'm trying to ask is. Into I that. mean, and like maybe why, I mean, why, I don't want to point like fingers. What they, can, what they can do, I guess. Yeah. Like in that scenarios where I mean, maybe first, their husband doesn't like is. Yeah. Like struggling. Struggling or. Or they're just struggling in general. They're struggling. I mean, that's why I'm going to say first and foremost, I would say to seek out good resources. Obviously we can talk about it and I'm pretty comfortable talking about it. And I feel like we know it decent amount but right. at the end of the day we're not experts we're just a married couple yeah who loves sex <laughs> yeah, <I guess>. yeah <laughs> like right. we aren't sex educators we're not sex therapists and so i love following like i would i have really good recommendations i feel like at least people i love to follow that would be my first thing is seek out resource don't even be afraid of freaking sex therapy i mean we've never done it but if we needed to i would have zero shame yeah um because I feel like sex therapy is more than just like, this is how you have sex. It's, it's, it's breaking down barriers because I would just say if 
once you've tried all those resources, if you feel like you're still not able to like climax or you're just not enjoying it for whatever reason, then I would say it's leaking into some other marital issue. And not making that sound like it's a bad thing, like your marriage is over or anything like that. But like, if you're truly not able to communicate for some reason, or you can't let go of some mental barrier or like like why you can't get over feeling so bad. I get feeling bad to an extent. When we were first married, I'd say it probably did take me 20 minutes or so to orgasm because you didn't know my body that well yet. It took a long time to kind of get me going and stimulated. So it was hard for me. Like 20 minutes is a long freaking time. Well, right. And I just want to caveat in here. It's not like I, it's not, I mean, very open and honest right now, but not like I could get you to orgasm every single time we have sex either. No, but like I say that and like, I feel like you pretty much do unless I know going into it, like we're tired and we're just having a quickie. <laughs> yeah. I guess that, there we go. That's like, I guess if that's we're true. just having a quick quickie just like to like be together, like have some sexy time and move on, then I know I'm not going to work. Okay. Yeah, that's true. But like, if we're going to like have sex and we're both like, let's do the dang thing. Like I know without a doubt, I will always orgasm. Okay. Well, so I would give yourself well, more credit, well, thank but you. like, yeah, there is just sometimes where it's like, want to have a quickie before you head to work then like yeah i don't expect in like the three minutes <laughs> to like have it work guys i'm trying so hard right now not to like blush but, like, <laughs> <laughs> oh geez i'm just like thinking of all the people listening to this podcast i know it's like a little embarrassing but like but it's, this is like what we said at the beginning with yeah. like the taboo anyway and then i just say like it's on a light-hearted note is like i feel like and like this is where I'm going to get most nervous talking about this. And it, I hate that I'm saying that because I don't want to be. It's working. But it's, yeah. But I would not be afraid to branch out. Like try new positions. Get the lubes. Get the flavored lubes. Like get whatever it is like that, to spice things up, to make it fun. Like women, get a vibrator. No shame. I just think at the end of the day, be willing to like try. Yeah. What, don't let this like purity culture. What, what's within like talk to you. It's uh, with your spouse and like yeah, what, what you you're comfortable, comfortable with. with and, like, right. Ultimately stuff. what you're comfortable with, you are comfortable with. Like yeah. don't let anyone like feel like you need to get something or don't like just, yeah, just do what you're comfortable yeah. with and like make sure you're on the same page, but like do not be afraid to try new things. Yeah. And if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out and you laugh about and you it. laugh about it. And like, yeah. that's like half the fun. Right. You know I mean? I mean, there's been things that Lo and I positions, different th- things that just and like. And we're like, <laughs> this okay. is not working out. But like, try new positions, like shake it up. Like, I don't feel, like, I just feel like I grew up in this like this like purity culture, if you will. That's like, you have missionary sex and like, that's it. And like, missionary can be great. But like, mm-hmm. there is a whole world out there of like things that feel good for like different like ways to be stimulated or it's like not be afraid to try those. And as long as, at least from a religious perspective, as long as you and your spouse are comfortable with it, like that's all that matters. Yeah. And I just think that's important to note and that's going to look different for every couple and that's okay. Right. Like if so-and-so down the street isn't comfortable with it, who cares? Right. If you are great. If you're not and they are, who cares? Right. Like do what floats your boat. And like, that's okay. Yeah. But I, like to not be afraid to branch out or at least talk about branching out, you know, because mm-hmm. I think you have to branch out Yeah. to maybe enjoy it a little bit more. That was a really long winded answer, but. One thing that I wanted to hit on real quick um, is sex drives. So. Oh, that's um, a good point. I am. I mean, I'm a little vulnerable saying this even, but like, I don't know why, which is stupid. I don't know why you are because you still have like a high sex drive. 
Right, but here at the end of the day, Lowe has a higher sex drive than I do. Yeah, totally. Um, and I think some it's you, in most cases the men ha- the guy has a higher sex drive than women. Yeah, and maybe that's not the case, and that's just the culture we live in makes you think that way. Um, but um, yeah, but <laughs> at the end of the day, Lowe has a higher sex drive than I do, and sometimes I it's it's hard for me to feel like I can't like perform <laughs> for her um, <laughs> or be there for her. Um, I mean, one thing even the I think we learned quickly on our honeymoon is that we couldn't have <laughs> sex constantly 24-7 like Lo thought we might. Um, for for just the anatomy of a man that has to take a few hours to... To get back up. To like, yes, recharge. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think everyone has different sex drives and like that's okay. I used to like really like kind of compare myself or think like, oh, not like what's wrong. I guess, yeah, kind of what's wrong with me yeah. or like why am i not like sexually driven and um i don't know what i don't know where i'm exactly going with this but do you have any like thoughts well i just think i like what you said and it's important to know that like the ideology that men have higher sex drive than women is just poor sex education because that's not true in any shape or form right and it's no reward for any man or woman to wear either Right. Like if there's, you don't get any special medal. Like it just, everyone's different. They have different sex drives. Right. Some people don't feel like they need sex every day, let alone every week potentially where like other people do. Like right. I, like I like to have sex every day. <laughs> like, and that's okay. Like I'm fine. Like double up some days. <laughs> and like, obviously that's like higher than yours, but I don't feel like that makes you less of a man by any means. It's just finding a way to like what works for us. Yeah. And so is that to say we have sex every single day? No. Like, do Especially I Especially now that we have like three, three kids. kids. Yeah. Do no I feel energy? like we have more sex than like the average human couple? Yes. <laughs> but like that's not always every single day. And whether it's every single day or not for anyone... I just think find what works in your marriage and your routine. And that might change throughout the years. It might change over time. Yeah, for sure. And like, cause for me right now, like I would rather have really great sex than like quick average sex every day. That makes sense. But at the end of the day, again, like do what works for you. But I just think like well, at we the end said, of the day, don't compare yourself to anyone. Exactly. If your husband has a high drive and you don't like, that's fine. Find what works for you. Right. Don't feel like you're less of a person or, Something's wrong with you because not conversations you need to have with each other and be vulnerable with and like say some couples feel like they only want sex. We'll just say once a week, like then make sure when you're having that one time a week sex that it's really good and like take the time to make it good. And like if you have kids, then like stay up later. I don't know. Wake up early. Like who knows? Like nap time, like whatever it is, like, (laughs) but you like make it a time and a priority so that you have the time where you feel like you can like com- practice communicating and like each time getting better. Yeah. Man, we're being all vulnerable in this yeah. podcast. Maybe we're beating a dead bush too. And a maybe this bush, wasn't as a dead horse. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we're beating a dead bush. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I knew that, but like I don't know why you said bush. <laughs> anyway, maybe we are, but and like I feel like maybe we're not being as helpful because maybe we're not giving any real information. We're just talking about having great sex, but basically, I just think it's important to be open about it. And maybe we dive in 
in another episode about more specific things if people have questions or they enjoyed this or maybe they're like covering their ears they hated it because i think it's fun and like find ways to spice up your sex life so it's not boring or so does it get redundant like i have a sex bucket list and it's so fun yeah (laughs) like obviously like yeah, I don't need to like go into it too much. You're obviously. not gonna list your bucket list here. I just feel like it's fun. Like, like there's been times we, I'm like, I want to pull over on the side of the road in the canyon and do it there, and like we have, and it's been great. Well, one time, one on there was do it on top of the dryer, and then what <laughs> happened when we did, tried to do that? Jackson like put like like I lifted me up onto the dryer and also guys by the way just so does it just sound like this weird like why in the dryer because it's like it's hot it's like vibrating it's moving like there's a lot more to it anyway (laughs) (laughs) jackson like lifts me up my back like scrapes one of the sides and like cuts open (laughs) i'm like bleeding i'm like scrape you and like throw you into it at the same time so it like hurts your like fragile back anyway so that was very quickly taken off the bucket list i (laughs) I didn't care to like try it again part two so sometimes it doesn't always work but it's a fun story and like it's like things like that that make it and i'm like freaking make a sex bucket list like have fun with it like at the end of the day like sex is to be enjoyed and so i feel like you need to find ways to like i don't know you know do it yeah. in all areas of your house, not just the bed. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> the laundry room's great. <laughs> just kidding. It's terrible. <laughs> so I guess like we've been talking for a million years, so we'll just kind of wrap things up. But I did just have one more thing I wanted to talk about, and that's like sex after having children because it's different down there. And I just think that's, I mean, we've we've talked about this so much, but that's why communication is key and like, your sex will change as your body changes and to be patient with yourself. I'm my body's way different, not just down there, obviously, but like I'm a lot chubbier and curvy right now. And that's been something really hard for me to accept. And I know there's like things out there that are like, love your body, love your stretch marks. But at the end of the day, it's something I'm still continually learning to work through and like feeling sexy and confident and feeling like, like you're still attracted to me. I know you are, but like, I just, it's hard as a woman. You're just hard on yourself and like the way you look and society puts so much pressure on that. And I don't really feel that in my day to day life until I'm like naked before my husband and not because it's, it's almost backwards and weird. Cause like, obviously I know you love me the most, but I just want to feel like so sexy, like for you too. Cause like obviously the best sex is when you're thinking about each other yeah. and when like, if you're focused on right. if your like primary goal and only focus is to like, please the other person, you are both going to have, great sex right but sometimes because i feel like men are generally speaking this is a very generalization like topic or saying if you will but men are generally more visually stimulated okay would you agree yeah I'd probably. and I'd so when i don't feel like i look super sexy or i'm maybe a little heavier than i would like to be or what for whatever reason like i didn't shower that day i don't know <laughs> like I don't feel very sexy. And even though I know you love me, you think I'm sexy, that that can weigh on your like confidence. And like ultimately confidence is hottest in bed, I'd say. Oh, like, and so, the, so how have you worked through that, I guess? Like how yeah. have you like I because you you've had three kids now. And yeah. like how have you like your body's very different, right? Um, yeah, I think it happens outside of the bedroom, you know? Like it happens when like waking up and like telling myself I'm beautiful, like yeah. finding ways to love myself 
outside of the bedroom so that when I get to the bedroom, like I have that confidence and then communicating that I have a greater need to, of like love language, quote unquote, cup to be filled for my husband so that he can help me so that by the time we get to the bedroom, like long before we ever get there, he knows she needs a lot of words of affirmation at this stage of her life. Like, that's what I need. Like, I need to constantly be told like, wow, you look so beautiful today. Or, oh, I love, like, even if I'm wearing sweats, like, I just want to feel cute. And yeah. I need to be told that. And so if I can communicate that to you, then the days or nights or hours later, whatever it is, when I'm then standing like as vulnerable as like one naked self can be before my husband, like I, I've, I've heard it all day. So I already know, and I'm not perfect at it. And it's something that obviously I'm still working through, but just, I think I just say to be patient with yourself, be patient with your body and like take as much time as you need. Mm-hmm. And especially when you're first having a baby, it's like I have, there's generally a six week grace period if you will <laughs> there but should like, be <laughs> if it takes you longer like that's fine and like husbands need to be yep. fine with that too and yep. there's like a, a consent and respect and honoring what they just went through and like obviously jackson already like threw it out there i have a higher sex drive so i am like six weeks to the day and i'm like let's go <laughs> <laughs> but like like that doesn't again that doesn't matter like for whatever that looks like yeah. to whoever it is and like loving yourself because at the end of the day obviously our children mean the world to us and like as much as it's hard for me to accept my body sometimes um th- it did bring like like our biggest blessings into this yeah, world and like sure. you know i'm so grateful for that so was well, there anything uh, else you want to say before we kind of end no but I, like what about you i mean i just want to say i just want to like i think after listening to this podcast it could be, potentially be hard for some people to um, maybe compare their like own sex life to like what we've been talking about. Like we've basically given example after example or of, like um, how to have good sex, a good sex life is or yeah. like, how to have good sex or like what sex should look like or this side or the other. And I think it can be hard for people to listen to that and then compare it to theirs. And if they might not have a good sex life yeah. and just kind of get down on it. Totally. Cause I think sex is natural, but like we said at the very beginning, good sex is not. Like it takes yeah. work and just because quote unquote, like you said, we have it figured it out. Doesn't mean everyone else does. And I, we would never, ever want anyone to be like, Oh, well this sucks, but right. rather so like I, be empowering. I just want to give, I guess, words of encouragement. Yeah. And just like, and that like, be I, patient. like you, be patient and, and the communication and just working on it and having that goal. Um, I think is key and, and ideally goal t- that you can have with your, spouse or significant other working towards that um, yeah as you learn and just communicate like like we just reiterated and um and have your freaking husbands listen to the podcast (laughs) (laughs) i'm like okay this is gonna sound like the most sexist thing in the world but i feel like at least from wow i'm really gonna say what i'm about to say right now okay let's just shoot it out there i feel like when i've talked to women they have so many barriers up or like I love this or this or this and like it usually comes down to something that their partner is like not willing to do or just doesn't like or something like that and so then in turn they feel shame they feel guilt and they feel but then they're like but then I'm not satisfied and they like don't know how to talk to that and so I don't want to say like it would be very stupid and sexist to say bad sex is because of men like obviously (laughs) that's not what I'm trying to say but I do think there's a lot of 
pride, generally speaking, I'm, I'm speaking very generally here. And I want that to be very clear. I'm not like calling any specifically person out or like the male species as a whole out. But I think it's easy for men, just because they orgasm every time, to be a little oblivious. Well, he, or just like here's here's what it is here's what it is bad sex is not because of men no. bad sex is because of bad communication and guess who has bad communication majority of the time is men because <laughs> men don't know how to be vulnerable they don't know how to be open they don't know yeah. how to be sensitive they don't know how to do a lot of those stuff generally speaking yeah and so with that and then just with again culture's fault of society of just like men are supposed to be like like, like these, these hot shots, sex gods like, that just like yeah. that can just like get off on anything and yeah. and just like be done and they orgasm so quick and then they're done and they don't have to worry about anything else and yeah. and they can impregnate ladies and walk away like scotch free or whatever. Right. That's just the the like or like the, what you see in the movies. In. You're just like oh that was great and then you just lay there and cuddle and like go to bed and like yeah it's just I, yeah bad sex is because bad communication and unfortunately yeah. a lot of men are very bad at communicating yeah. so like and i just so, want to like, be careful because i'm not trying to call all men but i just think a lot of i'm sure there's a lot of men that struggle so again like i'm speaking so blanket generally speaking that it's insane but to make a point i feel like there's a lot of women that i at least talk to that struggle yeah. and and so i would say like you've got to communicate and like don't beat yourself up don't feel guilty do not feel shame for any part of your body or yeah. like what your body does like how it reacts how like what anything when it comes to like intimacy yeah. and and to be really graceful and like with your significant others and with your spouse but but like you just have to have those conversations and like that's why i'm like men like they like you said like they need to look up anatomy they need to know the body and then and then I just think find a sweet place in like your heart to just like accept like the humility of like wanting to be better. And like that doesn't make you a bad person. Wanting to be better doesn't make you suddenly this bad in bed. Like whatever you need for like the quote unquote ego. Did that even make sense? Yeah. I just think at the end of the day, it's just sex is very, it's a very important sacred thing that needs to be taken very sensitive and kindly. But then seriously, talking. too. Well, yeah, I'm not saying yeah. 100% seriously. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And I just think, like, it's serious. But I think, like, you know, men deal with this, like, pride and they want to be, feel like they're awesome. And so if you go to your husband and be like, you suck, like, that's not good communication. You need to be yeah. sensitive of your husband, too. Right. Just like he needs, there needs to be sensitive both ways. Yeah. And with sensitivity. Sensitivity. Yeah. Um, and again, you can work on it things can get better and they um, will and they will and there are a lot of resources out there yeah um, 100%. there's, there's a, the instagram that you brought yeah, up there's a few um, that there's I a love. few that are like that um there's an app that my sister introduced us to um called intimately us that i think is a good resource you can use um there's a lot of resources out there um and again at the end of the day we're just speaking for our own experiences from a heterosexual relationship that yeah is religious um that we waited until marriage all of you there's probably a large amount of you that aren't in that same exact boat that we are and so right. just take whatever yours your situation is your relationship your sexuality and apply that in your in your life and yeah and i think this like if we could say we could summarize this whole podcast up in one word it's communication and that's yep. going to be great for any sex yep. life no matter what gender anything you are whatever yeah i agree Okay, everyone, breathe breathe out with me. We're done talking about sex. <laughs> <laughs> that was a lot.
And like, what's crazy is I feel like we just scratched the surface. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, well, should we quickly do, um, what's on our shelf? Um, yeah. Well, what, what's on your shelf? So on my shelf is, um, built bars. Oh, so good. Um, so they're kind of like a, they're probably, they're pretty trendy right now. I'm not going to lie, but they are good. I um, love them. Well, some of, some of the flavors, some of the flavors I don't care for, but yeah. So built bars, they're just protein bars. Um, they're actually based here in Utah. Um, and, um, they're just good. They're just, I think they're, my favorite ones are the puffs though. They are a little oh more expensive, gosh, unfortunately. So um, but the basic has like a marshmallowy center. Yeah. Uh, and they, we have, they have this coconut, is coconut almond? Is that what it is? Or just I coconut? Think it's co- I think it's, um, like chocolate marshmallow or something actually, or coconut marshmallow. There's a coconut in it somewhere. There's Anyway, it's just co- it's like a marshmallow coconut with like covered in chocolate. Oh my gosh, it's, it's so, good. so good. It is a little more expensive. The puffs are a little more expensive than their built regular bars. built bars, but their regular built bars are still good. I'm um, not all of them, but my they, favorite. They came out with this coconut brownie chug that I'm obsessed with. I like their coconut ones and their the, coconut almond. The coconut almond is their my, my all time favorite. I like cookie dough, one. cookies and cream. Cookies and cream is pretty. You good. like the mint chocolate chip? Yeah, it's okay. I the coconut brownie chunk is probably my if new you favorite. really like chocolate like things and really love like just flavored chocolate they have a lot of chocolate flavors that are really good yeah um i personally sometimes get sick of a ton of chocolate um so i really lean more towards like they have a that the coconut almond which is like right. my favorite yeah anyway. they're good though also this is like so weird but you guys know i edit all the youtube videos for the arnold sisters and i do their podcast all the things and yeah. they actually have a code for them it's Arnold Sisters 10. <laughs> so you're blanking them, their code. I just feel like we don't have a code, but That's like true. if we're sharing we it, like it saves you money. It saves us money. So you should use their code. Arnold Sisters 10. And it'll get to what? 10% off? At, yeah. Or something? yeah. So if you <laughs> yeah. want, if you want to try them, um, try them out. But yeah. Anyway, what's on your shuffle So it's so weird and random, but um, did you see that So Delicious and Swig are in a lawsuit right now against each other? No, I didn't. Explain them. <laughs> explain to the peoples what they are. They're basically drink shops around Utah that are alcohol free. It's like your they're soda shops. Yeah, they're soda yeah. shops. Where and they put like different flavors in your sodas and stuff. Yeah, like coconut. So they've been cream. in a lawsuit. Like I know that in the past, like there's been like different things, blah 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 blah. But I thought I don't know. That's kind of the extent of it. Cause I don't know a lot of information. It's like hush hush. Like they're trying to. Like I but, thought they got over it. But then I just saw like a news article the other day and I've been trying to like read into it. So I don't have a lot of information, but oh, that's okay. been on my shelf where I found it interesting. And I'm like trying to actively learn more because Swig is way better. <laughs> Whoa. Wow. <laughs> I Way better, huh? Yeah. I feel like we went to So Delicious when we were first married because it was close. And I didn't and you really always care said for so de- Swig. You always said So Delicious was way better than Swig. Because I never really had Swig. But then now I'm like a Swig girl. So and you just like whatever's easier and more convenient for you. I mean, no, I just think I went to Soda Delicious after being going to Swig like for a while and I was so let down and I got something that I know I used to love and I was like, mm, it's just not as good. Uh-huh. Interesting. I know I've been to Soda Delicious since we go to more Swig more often. I just like Soda Delicious <laughs> more. I just, I, that's fine. Like, <laughs> but <laughs> I'm just like going to die on the Swig side. 
and I hope they win whatever legal battle is going on because also realistically they are going to, right? They have way more franchisee money, backed power, lawyer fee. Like, so let's just, it's so small. Like Swigger, the big guys, they're going to take them down. I don't think there's a lawsuit or there's like, oh, there's I'll, just, I'll, I'll think it's just any, a headline. Well, I think there's a lawsuit, but I just feel like there's been, I know they've had lawsuits like in years and years and past and like. And I thought, thought they'd go over it and came to an agreement and just like, whatever. And like, now what? Then Twig's going to go after Fizz and then they're going to go after like this other. Okay, like that's true. There's like seven know. different type of soda companies at this point because they've all You're right, like, but, great, like copycat each other. But long live Swig. <laughs> oh my gosh. Swig is good. I'm not, I still think Swig is good. I just like, I'm not going to throw a so delicious under the bus <laughs> like that. Here's the thing. I'm not going to throw them under the bus. I think it's a great shop still. I'm just going to die on Team Swig. I'm just not going to die for anyone. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Anyway, that was a lot. That was a lot. If you guys listen to that whole podcast, you deserve a cookie. Or an orgasm. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my heavens. Anyway, you guys, um, leave us a review if we haven't scared you away. (laughs) Um, Yeah, just DM us or whatever. Anyway, (laughs) going to end this podcast now. (laughs) Anything else you need to say? No. Okay. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.